a special on-the-shelf episode of... Brutal Battle. So yes, uh, it's Rebecca and I doing one of these on-the-shelf episodes where if people aren't familiar, we just kind of grab some beers actually off the shelf at our local liquor store, in this case Wine World, uh, kind of go in there, ask Josh Rodriguez, hey man, what's come in within the past like month-ish time frame? And then we pick some of those things and give them a shot uh, just to give you an idea of what may be on the shelf near you and what's good, what's maybe not good, I don't know. Hopefully it's all good stuff, but whatever. Uh, we do have a special guest with us here, not a human. Our cat is actually sitting on the table, sniffing the beers, and I don't think she's going anywhere. So if you guys hear weird noises, oh, no, she's walking. she starts walking around. She's going to check out all the beers, actually. So if you hear any weird noises, it's her doing things. So hopefully that doesn't end up oh, being a problem. No, she's, sniff- she's literally sniffing everything on the table. Yes. Oh, she's sniffing the microphone. And people may have heard that. Okay, that's the bottle opener. Okay, that's a bucket. <laughs> this is so funny. She's never done this before. Okay, so anyway, um, we have these four beers. Um, Josh, I believe Josh said that all these beers are good, so. Oh, so he actually, he had all of them. Uh, he has, in, yes, he has indicated to me that he has tasted every single one of these. And our cat is now trying to get inside the bowl we have, just in case beer overflows. Because one of our beers is cork and cage. She couldn't fit. No. <laughs> okay, this is more like a circus. You're going to have to make her get down, I think. I, no, she's too cute. All right, well, just keep her on your side. All right, so let's get into the first one. Um, oh, so if, um, I was going to say, so if any of these beers aren't good, then we just know that we're not jiving with what Josh Rodriguez is really yeah. liking. But the first one's actually by a brewery that I don't think we've talked about ever on this podcast. Um, South County, South County Brewing, and they're out of Fawn Grove, Pennsylvania, which is actually not too far from where we live in Maryland. I think it, I think if we want to drive there, it was only like an hour, maybe, maybe not even like 45 minutes potentially. No, it's more than, yeah. So this beer that they have is a 16 ounce can called Sound Machine, and it's their extra pale ale, and the ABV on this one is 6.8%. Let's get into this. Nice extra pale ale to start it off. It's an extra pale ale. Um, I'm assuming that the extra means the ABV is a little bit higher than a pale ale. typical pale ale. That's my guess. Like a double pale ale? Yeah, kind of. Well, maybe not double, but uh, I believe Josh had said that this is kind of like a New England style pale ale. He did suggest this to me as my beach beer. Yes, he did. He did. Because Rebecca's, you know, been on that search. But what did you end up going with for your beach beer? I went with... It's a mix, right? Well, I did. Kind I, of. I went with um, Union Brewing's Duck Pen. Nice pale ale. I got a six-pack of that. And then I did a mixed six-pack, two sequench ales, another uh, Union's Old Pro. Goes up. And I got two Graft Ciders. And then you got the Groove City Hefeweizen by RAR. Yep. Um, okay, so this does look hazy. It looks like a New England Scott style IPA, but it's yeah, not, quote pale ale. It's not like super hazy, though. No. no I mean, it's hazy. It's not crazy oh, hazy. But it is orange. Very orange. Smell? It's not like... I mean, you definitely get those citrus notes. It's not... It's yeah. light. It's light, though. It's not like totally in your face. It smells a little yeasty to me. 
Does it smell kind of like bready, yeasty to you? Okay, maybe. Yeah, it's like the citrus and like bready yeastiness. I'm getting a little bubblegum. Okay. Yeah, I could actually see that. Like a little bit of a fruit mixed with a bubblegum. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really smell much bitterness. Because if this is a New England style, there's really not going to be much of that. Give it a shot. Solid. That's good. Oh, I definitely taste that bubblegum that you were talking about. Yeah, it is like citrus and bubblegum, which is weird. I think, didn't he say he's getting people to drink this who don't like IPAs, who don't like hoppy beers? Yes. Because it's There's like no, no bitterness, bitterness, pretty much. Yeah, there pretty much is no bitterness. This is a nice, easy beer. What did it say? A 6.8. Yeah. yeah. I like it, but you know what? It's almost too sweet for me. It is pretty sweet. You kind of have to be in the right mood for it. I like it. I don't think I want a ton of it, but for what it is, I think it's good. Um, it is kind of interesting to think that that's almost 7%, because it doesn't really come off that way to me. It comes off more like a five and a half type. I just wish there was a little more um, citrus on the taste and a little less sweetness on the taste. Yeah. Because uh, the finish does does hit like a little sugary almost. Yeah. Which that is good. I'm going to drink. keep drinking it for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, we'll definitely drink. Oh, I have the water. Oh, why did you use some Sorry, water? I just didn't have it on the table because since the cat was pacing around the table. Now she's just like in tur- what we call turkey pose on the table. So you don't need any water now? You good? I'm good. And this is not our kitchen table. We do not let our cat on the kitchen table. Truth. Well, at least we try not to. Yeah, people shouldn't do that. And she's pretty good about it. All right, our second beer. This is a brewery that that Josh is usually all about. And um, I usually like their straight styles quite a bit, but I'm just not big on their barrel-aged stuff. This one is not one of their barrel-aged, so it's a very high possibility that I'll end up liking this beer quite a bit. This is by Adroit Theory, and they are out of, where are they out of? Somewhere in, oh, Virginia. Vint, Vint Hill, Virginia is where they're out of. I knew Virginia, I just couldn't remember the specific place. This is their Illusion of Safety, which they, it's a whole line of their Gozas, uh, and they just put different fruits in them and fruit combinations. So at the moment, Wine World has three different combinations, so uh he, Josh was pointing out the three to me, and he's like, that's my first favorite, second favorite, third favorite. So we went with his first favorite, which actually sounds quite interesting. So this is their illusion of safety with apricot, pomegranate, jalapeno, and lactose. And once again, it is a goza. And it's, you want to guess the ABV? Mm. Goza's usually on the lower end. Four. Yeah, 3.9. Yeah. So low. That's one of the great things about Gozas, too, is that they're so easy to drink. Like, I mean, I guess the sourness will will kind of um, dictate how easy it really is to drink, because the sourness, if it's real significant, like Old Pro, like, I feel like you can't just, like, easily drink Old Pro by Union, because it is pretty sour for a Goza. You have to go a little bit slower. But I have had other Gozas where... It's more just kind of tart, and you can just put that thing back mm-hmm. so fast because the mouthfeel is so low. Like, it's very easy and a quick one to drink. All right, so here we go. The Illusion of Safety. Looking pretty good. I, I like the name of this beard. 
beard. Oh, yeah. You like the name of that beard? <laughs> Bear. So, you, they all... We've said this before about a droid theory. They have amazing Artwork. label art. Yeah. yeah. And this one is like a like a hawk or like eagle of some sort with like in its nest and there's like a skeletal rib cage around its nest so it's like it made a nest out of something dead. Pretty pretty metal, man. It's pretty metal. I also love how they say like what to pair it with. Oh, do they have that on there? Yeah. All right, read it. Um, I don't even, I can't even pronounce this food. Some sort of Cuban. It says Cuban. Sandwich. And I don't know if I need stronger glasses. This is like <laughs> tiny. Some sort of Cuban. The cheese is manchego. And then they have, a cigar, they have a cigar. Okay. Let me I read it. Because you're, you're just not like gonna be able to read not it even all. giving me Your eyes are bad. Cumin pastelito de goyaba. Cuban pastelito de goyaba. I, yeah, that doesn't mean anything to me. Fresco manchego is the cheese, and the cigar is vi villager San Doro, Colorado Robusto. Was that hard to read? It was. Small, I mean, that's really a little hard print. to read, but I don't have glasses and I could read it. Okay. You have glasses and you couldn't. Also, read. the lighting's better on your side of the table. Do you need bifocals? Is my question. No. Shall we get you some bifocals? No, I think it's. You know why? I was holding it over here. If I went like this, I can see it better. Okay. More light. Well, this podcast is boring because our cat left. She was just like, stupid. <laughs> I'm going. All right, anyway, so the illusion of safety... I thought you meant it was stupid because we're talking about our eyesight. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> so it looks... I mean, it's definitely very hazy. It's yeah. very orange. It has like a slight pinkish... I was just going to say, it looks... I'm sure that's from the pomegranate. It looks like pee if you have a UTI or something. Yeah, it looks really creamy, though. You're not going to comment on that? Pee if you have a UTI? Yeah. Wait, hold on. So if you have a urinary tract infection, do you have blood in your urine? So, I mean, you could... Does your blood look like a smoothie? I don't... I mean... <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? Because this kind of looks like a smoothie to me. And UTIs give you smoothie blood... Smoothie, smoothie piss? I've never had one, so I just don't know. Anyway. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. It just looks like creamy on top. Like, there's very, very fine um, carbonation. And it just looks like creamy and thick. and looks, Which would make sense. It has lactose in it. So I like the way it looks. I smell that jalapeno. Me, yeah, I know. Me too. It doesn't smell like there's heat, though. It, it smells like the you say, well, like you say the flesh of the pepper. Yes, it smells like that nice earthy vegetal flesh of the pepper, which I really like those notes in beers. Yeah, I do too. Other than that, can you get much more? I'm definitely getting something fruity. But it's in the background. Yeah, I mean, I would if I had a. I don't remember what all is in it. I would say papaya. Okay. Papaya. Yeah, I can see you saying What's that. In there? Uh, I forget. Apricot, pomegranate, jalapeno. I guess it's, I guess it's the apricot I'm getting. Yeah. Okay. the The problem is, yeah, I can see the apricot. The problem is, it's very, very hard to fight through the smell of that jalapeno because it's extremely strong. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but I'm hoping in the flavor, there's a little more balance with the other stuff. Hmm. Oh my gosh. It's very, very, very creamy. Very creamy. It's good in that jalapeno is not, yeah, it's not spicy at all. It just. It's really easy. 
It's not... Do you even think it's, like, really tart? I don't even think it's all that tart. No. It's just kind of like... I think okay. that lactose kind of just adds that creaminess and... Takes it, the tartness takes down. Takes tartness you know? out. And then I'm not getting any... The reason I like those is I like that salt, the salinity. I'm not getting yeah. any of that. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I... Here's the thing, like, with, with salt in Goza's, it can kind of give it, like, a softness to the beer. Yeah. Which I feel like that's in here, so oh, I'm is, getting the same type of thing. So I feel like I am actually getting a little bit of a saltiness, but the lactose is doing a lot of that, you know, making it soft and creamy. Um, I feel like it is, like, kind of drinking a smoothie, in a way. There is a little bit of, like, a tartness that is just around the edges of my tongue, is just where it's hitting, and it's not like immediate. It's kind of like after it's been in my mouth for a little bit. Mm. I really like it. It is good. Um, you definitely get that like vegetal, earthy, um, jalapeno mm. flesh flavor, and then comes in like the apricot. Well, I don't like- really get pomegranate, but I definitely get that apricot in there. And like I said, the lactose makes it super creamy. This okay. is a nice, easy beer. It is. It's nice and easy, but the layers of flavor are really complex, which I think is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, I like it a lot. And as I keep drinking it, the jalapeno comes down more and the apricot increases. So they're kind of getting, they're not on the same level at the moment, but they're getting closer to that. Um, I feel like I'm going to fight, fight. Me and you are going to fight for this. fight people. Fight, fight. No, it is good. That's nice. And at 3.9%, like I was saying before we started tasting it, like you get some gozas that are just really easy. I feel like that one's really easy. Like it's nice and flavorful, but it's really easy. And you can just put it down quick if you want it. Mm. That's a good beer. It actually makes me want to try more of these Illusion Safeties. I had I had one of them before that was like caramelized pineapple. And it was on tap at wine world and josh had me try it and i remember not being huge on that one but that also could have just been because their tasters are like just the smallest little cups and so i just might not have been able to get enough what i will note about this beer though is that it has one of the characteristics you love which is that kind of cereal finish so you think i wasn't getting that at all i got it in the first few sips it was pretty prominent for me and then my palate got more used to it and i wasn't tasting it as much but it's there. It's oh, there. speaking of that cereal finish, how you said it tastes like regular Cheerios. Yeah, naked Cheerios. Yeah. And... My mom got some of those to take to the beach. And I had a chuckle to myself because I was thinking, <laughs> Carlin's not going to like those naked Cheerios. No. Well, you should take that as your opportunity to try naked Cheerios again. So you can make these comparisons. I know. Um, other reason I really like that beer is that vegetal jalapeno taste. You don't get that a lot in beers. Right. So it really kind of pulls down that sweetness, which yep. is kind of a, a nice um, tasting note. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. That's what I was saying before. Like, that is definitely something I really like in beers. Yeah. Uh, and it's you're right. It's not done all that often. Yeah. And it, you know, when you blend it with the right things, it's awesome. It works well. So the third beer, uh, this, is, this is one where Josh was like, look, I hate, hate, hate these types of beers. And it's a fruited IPA. It's actually a fruited double IPA. And he's like, I hate it when people just put fruit in IPAs. I don't think it's right. I think it's terrible. 
and he he said like he always hates them. But this one in particular, he was like somehow somehow this beer is actually really good. And he said this brewery in in general, they've been doing a few of these types of beers, and he's just like. I just like that stuff. I, I typically don't like it, but I like it. Okay, so it is decadent brewing, decadent ales, if you will. Yes, we and had one of their beers before on an episode. It was their creamsicle. They are brewed by um, Dor Dor Dorchester. Oh my gosh! <laughs> are you hammered off the three point nine percent of safety <laughs> um, out of Boston, Massachusetts? And but they're distributed by Twelve Percent LLC from Brooklyn. It is their Wild Berry Smoothie. It's a double IPA with blackberry, blueberry, strawberry, and raspberry. <laughs> Woo! There's a lot of fruit in there. Um, I think Josh said that he thinks I might not like it. Well, I like he's like he's like feel feel me right. You don't you don't want fruit in your IPAs, and I'm like ah, I don't know if I feel one way or the other. Yeah, I you know this is the thing. Like I can't. I can't just make these blanket right, statements of, I like, like, I don't ever want this in this. Unless it's something like like lavender. Like, uh, I have a very big problem with lavender in general. I can't have it food, beer, anything like that. But typically, I'm just not going to be, like, that definitive. You know, I'm not yeah. going to be like, I never want fruit in my IPAs. Because you could say that, and then you're going to try one, and you're right. like, but this is magical. This is amazing. All breweries yeah. are different. They do things differently. They can come up with the magic right. recipe that gets you into it. Well, and again, if you have, like, for you as lavender, I know some people, coconut can be, like, a really dividing oh, yeah. flavor. Uh -huh. Like, I could understand something. Like, I don't like coconut in my beer. I don't like this. But anyway. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I was kind of thinking it was going to be more pink than this. It's got a very slight pink to it, but it actually kind of looks a lot like the Illusion of Safety did. Uh, no, the Illusion of Safety looked... More pink, I thought. Oh, yeah. I guess so. It's very slight pink in this, but it's mainly orange. Hmm. Hazy. You can't really see through it. It has really large bubbles on top, yeah. though. I'm not getting much berry on the nose. <sighs> I get a lot of citrus. Yeah, I'm like, getting a lot of citrus. I'm not getting... Yeah, I don't get berry in the smell barely at all. I don't... I'm... It's just, like, smells like a super citrusy... New England style IPA is like what I'm it smells like. I'm trying to think, like, with all those dark berries, I think you'd get some sort of berry characteristic on the nose, and I'm not getting anything. Yeah, I don't think so either. It's just, like, mm. orange and grapefruit. And it's just, like, I mean, orange grapefruit smoothie smell. It smells good, but... No, it, I mean, it smells very good, but I was just, like you said, expecting to be smelling a bunch of berries, and yeah, I don't smell berries. What do you think? Do you taste those berries? I don't think I do. On the second sip... You get a little bit. I think I'm getting more of, like, the dark, like, blueberry-blackberry kind of notes, but... Okay. You have to really search for it. Yeah. I, I see it starting to come in a little bit at the end, but there's a lot of citrus, like, hoppy citrus... But there's also, like, a floral note in there that carries throughout mm. each sip. And it's astringent, too. Did you yeah. say what the ABV was No, on I didn't, actually. I was it too busy stumbling over my words. Do you want to guess what it is? Is it high? 
It's nine. Oh wow! I, I mean, it's a, it's imperial. So. I would have never guessed it was nine though. Yeah, wild. Um, hmm. I don't know. I don't. I like the beer. I don't. It, it's not what I expected. Right. But not knowing that's what it was supposed to be, I like it. Um, it's starting to get a little sweet as I keep drinking. Really, it. I, it's so funny you said that. I was just gonna say I don't think it's sweet. Hmm. I just feel like there's a sweetness that builds. I mean, maybe... I, I don't think it's because it's too much of a sweetness. I think just in stark contrast of the first bunch of sips that I took weren't all that sweet. And then as I continue to sip, it's becoming increasingly more sweet. I do like the beer. It is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... I mainly get the berries in the aftertaste. Like, when there's no beer in my mouth, it's just like, you know, like the residual flavors and smells just hanging out a there. A little bit. Not much, though. If you just, like... Okay. Yeah, just, like... ASMR. Yeah. Just, like... Yeah, just, like, move your mouth and do this. Get the air in there, and you can get some of the berry. But it's not that prominent when you're actually drinking the beer. No. I get it that way, but just drinking the beer, I don't really taste much berry. Um, Yeah, so maybe Josh likes this because... You don't really taste all the berries in there, all the fruits, so maybe that's why he's like, yeah. oh, but this one. Okay. I'm going to rinse that. I'm going to... I'm excited for this last one for a very particular reason. Okay. Go ahead and tell us what it is. So, our last one is James and Julie. It is a sour brown ale by Allagash. Um, 6.7%. Um, and Allagash out of Portland, Maine. And- so, actually excited about this for an additional reason, but the main reason I was excited to grab this, and I got excited when I saw it on the shelf, is because when we were at Saver, and by the way, if you haven't listened to our Saver episode, you need to go back and listen to that because it was an awesome event, and you need to hear about all the awesome beers we had yeah. and what a great event it was. So go back and check that out. But when we were at Saver, Allagash was there, and... I think every single year I'm like, I want to hit Allagash, I want to hit Allagash, and I don't think any year we've ever hit Allagash. We just end up forgetting somehow, or just missing it. I don't know why. But um, when they were there this year, they had this James and Julie, and I was like, I really want to go to Allagash, and I want to get this James and Julie. (laughs) Once again, we didn't do it. So when I saw it, we didn't go to Allagash. We, I have. What did you have by Allagash? James and Julie. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Go look at our papers. Absolutely not. Go look at our papers. We totally had it. A sour brown. We had a sour brown. This is... I think you need to go verify. Go get the papers. I don't know where the papers are. Okay. Then you start opening this up. Pause. Oh, no, I'm not pausing. Go. Go. You can go I ahead. I swear. You can start so opening funny. it, but here. Maybe I'm wrong. Because when you picked this up today, I, I was think like, you're wrong. why did he want to pick this up? Because we had it, and it was good, but I hope I'm not wrong, because then I'll have to eat my words. Oh, my God. Ooh, okay. It did not make a mess. And did it, did the beer happen to overflow? No, it didn't, but I did go, ah! Well, you, you poured beer for yourself, you can't pour it for me. Okay. Well, look at this. Did you look? 
You're right, apparently. I know. Okay. Phew. Okay. How did I not remember that we I built this know. beer? I don't know. Well, why I was so confused. We did try 55 beers. So that's maybe why I that's... was so confused when you were like, <laughs> oh, I'm so glad we can have this, James and Julie. And so like, this is interesting. I didn't read it right now, but we have tasting notes on it here. Okay, don't read them. Yeah, no, I didn't. So, But I will tell you that we did Didn't we rate it, it a four? Um, I... I gave it a five, you gave it a four, so overall four point five. Yeah, so it was a it was decent. Right. <clears throat> I'll read our tasting notes okay. that we did at Saver after this. So this will actually be Okay, cool. I'm so glad I was right because it looks I was worried. A little reddish, reddish but very brown. Yeah. Like a reddish brown. I can see through it. Yeah, I can see through it. So you did go to Allegash. I did. And I think that was this was the first year that we actually did Allegash. What's funny about this? this and I didn't like even the be- This is like the beginning of the night. <sighs> was it? Yeah. I just... You were drinking this. We went around. We went... We tasted the Bigfoot. Oh, we that's went around. Right. You went to get this. And then I went to the Hawaii... The Hawaiian beer. Kahola? Yeah. I think got, it was and got brewing. their coffee yeah. one. Anyway. Okay. All right. Well, what does it smell like? Smells like a sour brown. Yeah, I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, sour browns are very, very distinct. And this is the other thing. Another reason why I wanted to have it on here and why I was excited is that there aren't many sour browns out there. Right. Also known as an oud brun. Um, These are just so hard to find, honestly. Like, I can probably count on on one hand the amount of sour browns I've had in my life. Well, maybe a little bit more than that, but close. Right, and they are, um, it's fermented and aged in stainless steel. Yeah. So, I, I know I've said this on the podcast before, but it's been some time. So, an oud brun slash sour brown is, doesn't touch oak. Oh. Flanders red, starts as a sour brown, touches, oh, spends time I, in oak. You know what, it's so funny, yeah, I just was going to ask you what the difference is. Yeah. Sour red, Flanders red, okay. Flemish red ale. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, so it's it's that. I can't even describe that smell. It's but if you've had a, I mean, it smells like a Flanders red. There's a good amount of like um, sourness on the nose, and I, I feel like I get like a plum in mm. there, and then I always with sour browns get some degree of a cola smell. And that always, to me, will signal, oh, this is a sour brown. When I smell it and I get, like, that little bit cola. of a cola note. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I get, right. co- I get, like, cola and plums. Almost. It's a little cola-y, a little grape soda-y. Yes. I could definitely see that grape in there, for sure. I All tasted right. it already. Okay. Well, you can talk about what you got. Um, It's it's nice. Like, I'm not really into sour. Ooh. It's, like, so delicate. Mm, it's, like, is. has a lot of those, like, a little sour... A little brown ale. Um, a little vinegary on the finish, but not see, crazy. I, I like vinegar, so that doesn't bother me at all. No, I mean, I do too, but a lot of people actually mm-hmm. get turned off by vinegary right. beers. Yeah, It's good. with kombucha. A lot of kombucha can be really mm. vinegary, yeah. which can be off-putting. But again, I, I love it because I like vinegar. So I get a little bit of that coal in the flavor. Um, it's... A little more um, light in the mouthfeel than I thought it was going to be, but that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Actually helps to make it a little bit easier to drink, in my opinion. I'm getting a lot of those, the grape. It tastes almost yeah. like a sour grape dum-dum lollipop. 
But I also get that plum I was telling that, telling you that I was smelling. A stone so. fruit, if you will. We don't say that on this podcast. <laughs> it's such a catch-all. Because like I've said, technically an olive is a stone fruit. Yeah. And then you also have stone fruits like plums, but you have stone fruits like peaches. Yeah. And those are very different very flavors. Different. Yeah, I know. And... Also, aren't cherries stone fruit? I was just going to say Cherries are stone fruit. Yeah. These are very, very different flavors. So when someone throws out stone fruit, it could be a lot of things. Yeah. I hate it when people just throw out stone fruit. I know. I just said that to just... Bullshit, man. No, I bullshit. I did it to push your buttons. Get specific. I mean, I'm... And it worked. It's not that big of a deal when it's like people who aren't trying to say that they're like great beer tasters, you know? It's just... I've heard it on beer podcasts before... From people who are, you know, respected in the beer community. And I'm just like, that is a bullshit catch-all phrase. Like, stop. I mean, you might as well just say fruit. Yeah, just say fruit. And, well, I mean, stone fruit does narrow it down to a but smaller st- group. But a smaller you group, don't but, like, know. The, the taste of those right. stone fruits yes. are... Mm-hmm. Very diverse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least, me at least the berry flavor profile, I think, is closer than the stone fruit yeah. flavor profile. Anyway. Do you feel like, as you keep sipping it, it also comes off a little blackberry? I don't know. But I'm, why don't you read our tasting notes? Because there's also some tasting notes on the bottle. This is a nice beer, dude. It, it really is, and I didn't think I was going to like it. It's a nice beer. I like that. Um, it, it just gets softer as you drink it, It too. is, really. It's really nice. So this is what we said. Um... We said low sourness, low sourness with sourness, sourness, low sourness with a little bit of wood coming through, okay. which is weird because it's not done in wood. But I don't know why. Whatever, lemon and apricot and peach, peach and some vinegar to oh, it. Oh, okay. Well, we got the vinegar, apricot and peach. peach? No, I don't feel that way about it right now. I think for this beer, in this bottle, what we laid out is very accurate for what we got. <clears throat> well, okay. On the bottle it says, James and Julia's our take on a Flemish sour brown and offers aromas of raisins, figs, cherries, and caramelized sugar. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Um, a medium-bodied ale. I don't feel like it's medium-bodied. I mean... No. Well. It finishes with a clean acidity and a hint of spice. Yeah. I would say this. That's a like a low high body. Like the way mm-hmm. I, I have a scale in my mind on body for beers where it's low, 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 medium, low, high, medium, low, medium, 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 high, okay. high, we, low, we high, got, medium, We got it. High, high. We got it. We got it. <laughs> I don't know if that's an actual thing. I just, like, one day just... It Made that up in, in your head? Yeah, my... Like, it just clicked in my head that, like, okay. that's how it should be categorized for it to make sense yeah. to me. I don't know. Yeah. Use that if you want, people. If you think it's dumb, then don't. Yeah. It's possible, too. Yeah, so... Okay. So, overall, I'm not... I'm not... I'm not unhappy with these. Any of them. No, not at all. I'm actually pretty happy. So, Josh Rodriguez, thank you, you... Steered us well, sir. No, we'll see if he steers you well, because he picked out the next batch of mystery beers. Mm, Okay. So that's not mystery beers for the next stint of three episodes that are Uh, numbered. Oh, okay. Because those are ones I recorded with you, and this was Uh, a a little bit Okay, well, this is the... 
This will be in the distant future. These will be the episodes that start at 2.11. Okay. So, yeah. Because at this point, what's coming after this is 2.07. And so starting at 2.11 are the beers you're talking okay. about. We do record quite far ahead. But that's just to make sure that we don't end up missing anything. Cause so you have lots of material. Life happens, you guys. For all two listeners. Honestly, there have been times where I've gotten pretty close um, to running out of stuff. And I have to, like, hustle. But I tried not to have that happen because I just... I want to make sure that we can put out an episode every single week. And we have done that ever since this podcast started about five and a half years ago. Boom. So, boom. Yeah. Shaka, laka, shaka, yeah. laka, shaka, boom. See, I, like, you tell me I sing on every podcast. Recently. Recently, that's that's been your, your, okay. your are we, jam. Are we rating these? Yeah, no, we definitely are. Did you want to go first, or did you want me to? Mm, you know what? It's really hard, because we have a kind of a wide variety here. Yeah, we do. Um, I'm going to have to go with uh, Adroit Theory. As your number one? As my number one. The Illusion of Safety with yeah. apricot, pomegranate, and jalapeno with lactose. Um, hmm. You don't know number two after that? I think uh. I'm going to have to go James and Julie. Oh, the Flanders, or, or the Sour Brown yeah. from uh Just because it's, um, it is like very delicate. It's, it is. It's delicate, but it has a lot of flavor to it. Which, so. that's one of the things I love about Allagash's Sour Program. All of their sour beers, I feel like, are like... Not sour, typically. Just, like, tart. Like, a yeah. nice tartness. And they're, like, always soft. They're always soft. And just the way they bring flavors yeah. together. If we ever go up to that area, I really want to hit up Allagash at some point. Because I have a lot of respect for what they do. Yeah. Um, then I'm going to have to go with a decadent um, wildberry smoothie. Okay. And then the sound machine. Because the sound machine is just a little, uh, too sweet for me. Hmm. So I'm questioning one of my one of my placements because mm. I had it in my head before you started going, and now I just need to verify. I need a little bit more of the sound machine to figure out where it should go. Okay. Um. Okay. I know where I'm going. All right, my number one is the James and Julie by Allagash. That beer is, in my opinion, really good, really good. Uh, and not too far behind, though, is the Adroit Theory Illusion of Safety. Uh, I really like the jalapeno in there. I like how creamy it is, how the apricot starts to build at the end after that jalapeno. It looks like you're like... When Carlin just made this motion that it looked I talk like, with my hands a lot. Yeah, but it looked like you were, like, reaching up in some, like... Into something and grabbing things and pulling them out. Yeah, it looked yeah. kind of dirty. Okay. Well, it was a dirty hand gesture. So be it. <laughs> okay. So my number two is The Illusion of Safety by Adroit Theory. I like it a lot. My number three has got to be the South County Sound Machine. Extra yeah, pale. Okay. It's good, man. It's easy. It's got that bubble gum. I, I really like that yeah, kind of little, little bit of bubble like gum that to it. Bubble gum. And uh, it's tasty. It's easy and tasty. And then the wild berry smoothie by Decadent Ales. Um, I think 
for me, like, I was kind of let down by that beer because I just really didn't get much berry. Yeah. It's still good, like we See, talked about. See, I just about. am, like, looking at what do I want to drink again. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I'm not getting the berry, but I, I liked all the other flavors. Yeah. Okay. I am going to... Oh, my God. I want all of that James and Julie. Well, I just want... You'll want, you'll want some more. Yeah. That's fine. We'll share. These are these are all good. I won't dump a single yeah. one of these. Now, what are we going to do the rest of the night? Uh, watch The Staircase, ah, probably. That's what I thought. People, um, if you like true crime stuff and you have Netflix, you should watch this, the show The Staircase. It's 13 episodes. Each episode is like 40-some minutes, around 45-ish. What are we on, number eight? I think so. Oh, man. Yeah, we have like five episodes to go. Um, it's interesting. We're, I'm... I, in particular, am into a lot of true crime stuff. Rebecca's into a little bit. I'm into so. it. I just have other interests. Mm-hmm. Carlin's like podcasts, TV shows, documentaries. Yeah, and... Rebecca Rebecca will tell you that I was oh um, unbelievably interested and excited when the Golden State Killer was oh apprehended recently. Because that is actually a case that I've been very closely following for the past like year and a half maybe and then when it just got solved like I literally was talking to people at work about it at at some other people who who listen to a lot of true crime podcasts and saying I just really wish they'd catch this guy and they were saying the same thing and and then it happened and it's it's a surreal thing when you're (laughs) when you're following something that closely and that it's been decades yeah. and then it all of a sudden just breaks the I, case breaks you're well, just like whoa i come home from work and carlin's like something really big happened today <laughs> i'm like okay like what what happened he's like okay well maybe it's not going to mean that much to you i'm like okay he's like, they caught the golden state killer i'm like oh my gosh but i knew how much it meant to him because i heard him talk about it because he listened to all the podcasts yeah. he watched the documentary Paul, Paul Holes, man. That, holes. We call him Pete Holes because, you know. But that guy, Paul Holes, like, did a phenomenal job with that case. And he just was a regular, was he a regular civilian? No, no, no. He oh, wasn't he civilian. Was, he was, okay. He was a police officer. But there were a lot of other, like, civilians that were kind of yeah. helping things along. There, There is a very large community of civilian sleuths, people who do, who work on cases on their free time, um. I just Online. find that so. term to be hysterical. Civilian silliness. I mean, that's great. I mean, props, because I'm sure they are, yeah. they Contribute. see things in a different light, and, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Okay, well, on that yeah. note, um, yeah. on that civilian sleuth note, we are going to continue to enjoy these beers and yeah. watch some true crime podcasts, <laughs> or... Beers and true crime. Match made in heaven. Documentary, rather. Yes. And, um... That's it. Is is there anything else you need to say, Carlin? Oh, maybe keep it brutal. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production. 